Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. One year since George Floyd's death. It has been a long year. Mission to the Middle East. Palestinians and Israelis equally deserve to live safely and securely. Discarded lottery ticket returned. I was a millionaire for a night. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Protesters in Minneapolis shout out the name of the man who died at the hands of police one year ago today, touching off violent protests, calls for police reform, and a trial that ended with a murder conviction. CBS's Jeff Pegues. The intersection of 38th and Chicago has been transformed in the last year to a solemn square of reflection as people from all over the world pay their respects. This is where George Floyd was killed. The murder verdict last month brought relief to some, but Minneapolis resident April Foster says she still worries for her 15-year-old son. So you saw George Floyd die, and you were thinking about your son. That could have been my son. Has that fear gone away? To some degree, yes. Today is April Foster's birthday, but she says she will spend part of the day reflecting on George Floyd. He literally has changed the world. I'm Stephen Portnoy in Washington. The president will sit with several relatives of George Floyd in what White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki describes as a private meeting. He has a genuine relationship with them and the courage and grace of this family and especially his daughter Gianna. Mr. Biden had urged Congress to compromise on a police reform bill by this first anniversary of Floyd's death. Bipartisan negotiators said yesterday they were making progress. Qualified legal immunity for police officers has been a sticking point in the talks. The drug maker Moderna has just reported its COVID-19 vaccine has tested well in adolescents, and the data will be submitted to federal regulators next month. Pfizer's vaccine is the only one allowed now for those between 12 and 18. CBS's Elise Preston has the latest on the new questions surrounding the origins of the coronavirus. A U.S. intelligence reports as three workers at a lab in Wuhan, China, developed COVID-like symptoms in November of 2019. CBS News has learned that after receiving classified briefings about it, some inside the U.S. government now suspect a connection. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China until we find out exactly what happened. Dr. Anthony Fauci said it's likely the virus occurred naturally and spread from animals to humans, but he has not ruled out the possibility it was leaked from a lab. Asia correspondent Ramey Innocencio has the latest on the situation in Japan, where the virus is surging and the Summer Olympics are approaching. 
A new survey indicates that the masked majority of Japan, more than 8 in 10 people, want the games to be postponed again or cancelled for good. People like dance instructor Saori Yamashita, who said she fears the Olympics could cause a surge in COVID infections and another state of emergency that would force her school to close. Tokyo-based political scientist Koichi Nakano says that is a real possibility. Well, it would be possibly a super spreader event. That's in part why the state department is now telling Americans do not travel to Japan due to COVID-19. America's top diplomat is in the Middle East looking for a lasting solution after the latest round of fighting between Israel and Hamas. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the reconstruction of war-torn Gaza is America's first priority. The United States will work to rally international support around that effort while also making our own significant contributions. Blinken spoke after meeting with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who thanked the U.S. for uh, firmly supporting Israel's right of self-defense. Blinken said international aid for Gaza must benefit the Palestinian people and not Hamas. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. European airlines have begun avoiding Belarus airspace, and there are new sanctions after the government forced a commercial jet to land to arrest an opposition journalist. There's an investigation into the crash of an aircraft operated by a military contractor. It went down in a residential area near Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas. The pilot, the only one on board, died. No one on the ground was hurt. The FAA is proposing new civil penalties up to $15,000 against five airline passengers for disruptive or assaultive behavior. Airlines have filed 2,500 passenger reports this year, most about resistance to mask wearing. Well, in Southern California, there's a $50,000 reward for information leading to an arrest in a deadly case of apparent road rage. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti says a six-year-old boy, Aiden Leos, died of a gunshot wound. He was beautiful and he was kind and he was precious. And you killed him for no reason. Aiden's mother, Joanna Clunan, says she was driving her son to kindergarten when a white sedan cut her off. Someone in the sedan shot at her car. He said, Mommy, my tummy hurts. Aiden's mom says a female driver and a male passenger were involved in this deadly case of road rage. I want to find them, and I want there to be justice to be served for my son. The FBI and Capitol Police are looking into the delivery of a suspicious package to the Kentucky home of U.S. Senator Rand. And Paul. Paul has been the target of Twitter attacks over his stance on masks and the COVID vaccine. School officials in St. John's County, Florida, say they will look into the dress code, and Superintendent Tom Forson has apologized for the move by a high school to digitally alter dozens of yearbook photos to add clothing and cover up skin. We missed the mark. We'll continue to get better. The whole key to this, do we learn from it? Do we have a better product moving forward? And I can assure you we will do that. And parents at a middle school in Kiln, Mississippi, are complaining about a yearbook section that invited students to mock and criticize their classmates. Prompts included, which friend would you not invite on spring break? In Southwick, Massachusetts, the story of a woman who threw away a lottery ticket only to get it back when it was worth something. Yeah. 
Abby Shaw stacks the fridge at his parents' convenience store and laughs at what might have been. I was a millionaire for a night. <laughs> Going over a stack of discarded lottery tickets recently, he discovered one of them was worth a million dollars. And I decided that I want to buy a Tesla. Just one problem. He knew which customer had mistakenly discarded the ticket. Regular Lee Fiega. A Shaw family conference was held, including Abby's grandparents in India. My grandmother said, let's not keep the ticket. It's not right. And when he tracked Fiega down... She- freaked out like crazy. She cried. So, no Tesla for Abby, but something more precious. Gotta make big guy happy upstairs. Vicki Barker, CBS News. When the pandemic started, a Las Vegas buffet seemed like one of the worst places to be. Now, people want to get back in line. Casinos are slowly getting back to normal post-COVID, and that means buffets are back. I'm just going to try anything and everything. I've been fasting for the last day. The first to open, the buffet at Caesars Palace, where people are lining up by the thousands to stack their plates. We had 10,000 reservations in the first 48 hours. There are some new protocols in place. Every hour, staff now changes out the utensils, and there are hand sanitizer dispensers at every station. Monica Ricks, CBS News. The PGA of America CEO has apologized to Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka for the rush of fans on the 18th hole Sunday at the PGA Championship. Actually, they've lost control of the scene. Yeah. Described on CBS, the surging crowd overwhelmed the two players, blowing past security. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.